this week's episode sponsor, Gemini Eye Grinders. Gemini Eye Grinders, a black-owned canna brand founded in northern Louisiana, was created based off of one ambitious goal, to provide the smoothest grind for high-quality herb because the perfect grind initiates the perfect herbal experience. The Gemini Eye Grinders are made from nano-ceramic technology, making them non-stick and friction-free for the perfect grind every time. Not only do they create and carry premium quality ceramic grinders, they also now have discreet and stylish joint sleeves for easy storage and brand merch. Their products help users experience elevation without the frustration. No wonder they have nothing but five-star reviews. Try for yourself or give a gift to your favorite Gemini. Use code MJIYANA for 15% off any purchase on Gemini Eye Grinders. That's G-E-M. I-N-E-Y-E-G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S dot com. Rated M for Mature. We want more. We want more. Like, we really like it. We want more. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Welcome back to Wine, Wood, and Weave. I'm your host, Ayana, aka the Marijuana Ayana. It's season three, back again for another episode, and I'm so excited to be back, as always, to once again highlight and share the work, voices, experiences, challenges of Black and Brown women in the cannabis industry. Disclaimer, as always, everyone on this show is over 21, so we are legally allowed to drink alcohol and smoke cannabis, so there's that disclaimer, as always. Once again, my announcement, I'm going to say at the top of the show, um, instead of the end of the show, because I realize people might not get the message by the end of the show. Um, if you or someone you know is a black or brown owned cannabis or CBD business, I would love for you to become a podcast par- partner. Excuse me, guys, I already had mimosa. I would love for you to become a podcast partner. So you can DM or email me. Uh, my Instagram is at the marijuana Ayana, and then my email is contact marijuana Ayana at gmail.com. The podcast partnerships gives us a chance to collab with each other and support each other's businesses. Um, by you guys being a podcast partner, you help me support the show and I'm able to continue to producing it and creating it. And I'm able to shout you guys out and hopefully get you guys some business. So black, brown owned CBD cannabis brands, please reach out to me. Um, my podcast partnerships are very affordable and it's just a way for me to uh, continue to elevate the black and brown uh, content creators and the entrepreneurs in this space. So yeah. So today's guest um, is an expert in cannabis wellness and self-care. We have done a cannabis self-care episode before with Sydney, Shades of Sid. It's one of the most listened to episodes, which I love because that really shows me that a lot of people are interested in using cannabis with self-care. So when I thought of this um, young woman, I really was like, she would be a great person to have on for a very similar topic. This isn't self-care, but it's going to be very similar. Um, Her mission is to help as many women as possible, especially Black women, incorporate cannabis into their self-care routines so they they can be less stressed more zen and keep kicking ass in life i pulled that from her website directly which i love 
Uh, please welcome the creator and CEO of Mary Zeal. She's a cannabis educator and the host of her own podcast as well, High on Self-Care. Check it out. Welcome, Stacey Zeal. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're welcome. I love that you also have a podcast and that it's called High on Self-Care. And like I said, I think more people are learning that you can really pair self-care and cannabis. Like it's no longer like a get stoned out of your mind thing. So I, I think it's really cool what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, that for me, it's it's like it was natural for me to kind of bring cannabis into the self-care because I'm, I'm a very big self-care person. I have my self-care story um, and journey there starts before my cannabis journey even started. So once I got on that path and brought cannabis into the mix, I was like, oh, this is this These is a hell of a combination right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love you it. Know, so now it's just it, now it's it's normal for me and I want it to be the default and normal for other other people particularly other women yeah. uh, particularly other women of color because we are <laughs> we stress y'all we so. <laughs> have the most issues with taking care of ourselves I just had mm-hmm. um Shani Hart on the show she's a cannabis and sex expert and she was saying the same thing like we have such a hard time decompressing and I think that's why more of us are turning to cannabis whether it be CBD or THC because it forces us to decompress like it literally will force me to sit down and like stop getting my stop having racing thoughts and like you said when you put self-care and cannabis together you're like oh this makes sense (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I agree it it definitely does the same for me like it kind of forces you to really um to have a singular thought you know and to Mm -hmm. really and it also one of the other things that it makes me do it makes me be kind to myself like it's very hard for me to be mean to myself or do something Mm -hmm. to myself that is you know, not in my best intention when I'm high. Like, you know, I'm not gonna go. I mean, you know, I may I may go and eat a chicken box or something like that because you know, I, <laughs> but that's what you wanted but, in right. self care. Yeah, too, but okay? it's, it's, it's yeah, exactly. It, it's hard to kind of just you know be down on yourself and just beat yourself up when you're high. It's like, what's the point? Like, that's a yeah, that's too I much energy to just beat myself too. up. I like was having a hard day and then I smoked and then I just started having all these great thoughts about myself. I was like, wow, yeah. the weed really shifted my perspective. So I was like, yeah. I love this plant. Oh, I love my lips and how they can smoke this joint. Man, I have such soft, like my brain just kept going down the rabbit hole of good thoughts. And it really because I took that time to pause yeah. and have that moment to myself with cannabis. We're not even in the conversation yet. I didn't even start the question. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know it's going to be a great episode. So first things first, what are you smoking on and sipping on today? So I am sipping on a mimosa and I am smoking on some uh, Gorilla Girl. Gorilla um, Girl. The grower that I love. Yeah, it's like from a grower. Yeah, out here. And it's called, they're, they're called 1937. I really like their, their products. Um, and so I'm trying it. This is my first time trying the Gorilla Girl. Is train. it Gorilla Glue and Girl Scout cookies? It probably, I think that is what it is. That sounds I like a I haven't, killer I don't remember, combo. But I think that is what it is. Yeah. I have never. Because, I mean, it's it. it's definitely an uplift, it's an uplifting um, kind of high for sure. It's not like a super heavy high. And that's what I tend to go for. I tend to go for sativas. Um, and I, rarely do I buy an indica or even just like a, a straight hybrid. Mm-hmm. I have to have it lean, lean towards uh, sativa. See, I'm quite the opposite. I, I'm definitely an indica hybrid girl. But as I've mm-hmm. like. I've been working a lot. I've been very busy. So I've been like surviving off of Sativa. (laughs) Yeah. It it helps you get that work done. And you can just focus on the project. I will start my day with a Uh Sativa dab and be like, okay, I can do the thing, the 5 million things I have to do now. But I used to never really like Sativas. Maybe I wasn't busy enough. (laughs) 
definitely in fizzy now. <laughs> That's great. I'm also sipping a mimosa. We were just saying how mimosas are like really great drinks to have on the weekends during the day because they're like they don't get you mm-hmm. drunk, but you feel kind of like bubbly and energetic. So I'm yes. on my second one yeah. now, and I definitely feel like the bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. We my my partner and I had started. We had brunch. Um, we started brunch. I guess a couple hours ago. And since brunch is at home, you know, brunch lasts. Yeah, you can have mimosas so. as long as you want. That's the greatest right. part of at home brunch. That's the best part. You're like yep. bottomless mimosas all day. Yes, exactly. I'm in charge here, so I can do that. <laughs> yep. No cut. No. No cutting off. Yeah, no. A some, no last call. With some orange, <laughs> some good old Trader Joe's orange juice and like some pink prosecco, sparkling prosecco. I think also from Trader Joe's. Um, and then I'm smoking a hybrid. What is this? It's called Mac. Mac by Baby mm-hmm. Jeter. They're like these really teeny tiny baby joints. They're so small Aww. and cute, but they actually are very <laughs> strong. They're like 27% THC. Oh, that's awesome! So, yeah, because usually the little, the little small ones for me kind of just yeah. I'm I, I don't know. They give you a little surprised. hit, but not not enough. Yeah, but I was that's very cool. surprised. I got these yesterday specifically, uh, so I'd have something to smoke today while we were recording. And then I smoked one. I was like, "Damn, <laughs> 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 damn, this is a hit!" Like I was like, "This little baby." It's called a baby Jeter, I think, because it's like a little baby like knockout, like yeah, best luck. That's what it sounds like. That's great. I might have a second one because it's Saturday. So oh, I, I miss California weed. I miss West Coast weed. It's pretty strong. <laughs> it is pretty strong. I've, I am mm-hmm. still new to it because I recently moved back. But every time I have it, I'm like, God damn. Like, whoo, I'm not ready. <laughs> so, you know, it's great. Well, hopefully you guys are sipping or smoking on something today, as always. Um, so my first question that I ask every guest is, what was your first experience like with cannabis and how did it lead you? to working in the space today and did you know that like when you first had it you'd be in this industry because I think a lot of us didn't yeah that's such a great question um so short answer is no I had no idea that I would even be entering into the cannabis space um for one and that I would even be a a, a smoker um because for a while like I've, I've I've grown up around weed um my you know my people around me have have smoked mm-hmm. And I just never was someone who wanted to smoke. I just, I really kind of didn't want to be, I didn't want to be considered a, a quote unquote smoker. Mm-hmm. I just, I didn't, I wasn't anti-weed. I just wasn't really like, you know, really wanting to, to dive into it, even though everybody's like, oh, you should try it, you should try it. So um, for me, coming to cannabis was really out of no choice. And then I grew to love it. And that, not even like the first time I, I smoked it, I was just like, oh, I'm in love. Like, why did I wait so long <laughs> to actually smoke? Um, so one, I remember, so for, for context, like I have insomnia and I've had insomnia for as long as I can remember. And it's something where I remember just like being tired all the time, mm-hmm. like not being able to fall asleep, having trouble staying asleep. And I remember just kind of pushing through it, right? Like, so we all, you know, kind of just sometimes we push through things and we're just like, yes. we're, we're surviving, we're not thriving, right? So that's how I felt with my insomnia when I wasn't getting sleep. So one day I was on my way to work in the morning, normal day on my way to my, uh, to my marketing job. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep driving. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. It's so scary. It was, yeah. It was scary. It was so scary. It was, I, re- I still kind of remember how it feels. Um, and I re- luckily for, you know, nobody was hurt. I wasn't hurt or anything like that. But the main thing that I, they took away from that was a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Like, like a, you a gotta, serious, it's you not know, something you could just push through anymore. 
Exactly, exactly. It, it was something I just could not ignore anymore. So I, I the millennial in me kind of like went into went started Googling and figuring out, you know, all the things like, what can you do for sleep? And, you know, how do you what's the sleep aid? How do I get better sleep? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I tried everything from like melatonin to cutting caffeine to cutting sugar to sleep meditations to sleep stories to just anything that you can kind of Google to just figure out what to what to do about sleep. And nothing consistently worked for me. So um, my natural, my next step was to just go to a doctor. Um, And so I went to this doctor and he prescribed me sleeping pills. Mm -hmm. And so I remember the first night taking the sleeping pills and I remember falling asleep and sleeping so heavily. And I was just like, wow, I have fixed my problem. This is amazing. I can now sleep. This is is Mm -hmm. awesome. So taking this pill every night, every night. And then about a week and a half in, I start to realize like, okay, this is not as, it's not as impactful. Like I'm taking longer to fall asleep. I'm not sleeping all the way through mm-hmm. the night. It's just putting you know, to sleep. It's not like keeping you yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just starting to kind of wear off. And so I called the doctor after a couple of weeks and he said, oh yeah, you know, that's normal. People build up a tolerance to these types of medications. And so, so then you have to take more? Said, yeah, you essentially have to start just taking more in order for it to, to keep working. And so his suggestion dangerous. to me was, exactly. And his, so his suggestion was, oh, I suggest you take the sleeping pills for two weeks and then don't take them for two weeks and just alternate like that. And I said, so you want me to sleep this great for two crazy. weeks and then sl- not sleep this at all for crazy. two weeks? <laughs> Girl, what is that? The more I say the story, I am literally is a hot mess. Okay. Like, what, the, what kind of doctor... <laughs> Right. It's literally like, that's literally what he told me. And I just was like, oh, wow. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, And so when I, at the time I was, I was living in Las Vegas. I lived in, I recently moved back to Maryland from Las Vegas um, in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I lived there for about six years. So, so around that time, cannabis had recreationally gone legal where you could, you know, start going to dispensaries and buying weed. Um, and my partner already smoked. He was definitely, he was someone who smoked weed. He wasn't like, you know, a heavy smoker, but he, he definitely smoked weed from time to time. And so kind of, you know, he and I talked and he just was like, you know, you should just try weed. Like, and I started seeing like online, like, you know, people were saying that weed helps with sleep. Mm -hmm. And I just was a little scared to try because I was just like, you know, I had a job that did randoms. Um, and I also didn't, but then on the other side, I'm like, you know, I have to put my health first, right? Like, you know, I can't do your job if you're not awake. (laughs) Exactly. 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 And it was so hard. I remember it just being so hard to get through the day. And, you know, a lot of it was, you know, just drinking a lot of coffee, being tired, you know, just not liking, not liking the job also, but a lot of it also had to do with not being able to get, not being able to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, he and I decided, you know, he he and I talked and I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. What, what do I have to lose? I'm going to try it. Like if I lose, you know, I've been looking to get out of this job anyway, something (laughs) happens whatever <laughs> um and then from there that's that's where cannabis came into my life we went to a dispensary we you know talked to a bud tender I told him about like my sleep problems and what I was looking to do and he was like oh yeah you know you, I recommend these indicas for you and I was like well you know what I'm extra so I need you to give me an indica a sativa and a hybrid I need to try, try it all yeah <laughs> so I could see what works because I was just so I was desperate you yeah, know and, and so I, I just was, so I was like I need to try everything cannabis consumption you were like oh my gosh I can sleep. Yeah. So essentially it's funny because like, so I don't actually, I actually, um, we talked, we were talking earlier about, you know, I smoke sativa, Mm -hmm. like I smoke sativa to sleep as well. So the first time I tried it, I don't know what's wrong with y'all, but I, 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's so interesting because I feel like the first time I actually tried it for sleep, I remember smoking before bed and just feeling like my body was really like felt great. It felt relaxed. It felt heavy. Mm-hmm but my mind was still going. And so for me, and looking back, like the reason I couldn't sleep is because my mind was going. Yeah. Like I could rest my body. That wasn't my issue. It was turning my mind off to, in order to go to sleep. And so for me, like, you know, when I tried the Indica, it really did, it, like it made my body feel great, but my head was still going. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really sleep that great. So um, I, I feel like, but I feel like remembering just being like, there's something to this, right? Like it gave me enough of a, of a rest to say like, okay, there's something to this. I just need to do some more, yeah. more research and explore and figure this out. Yeah. So that's essentially what I started doing. And so I happened to, you know, just had, so when, when I bought, went to the dispensary, I, like I said, I bought a bunch of everything. Um, and so I ended up having to just say like, let me try this. Let me try this sativa before I go to sleep. And that put me out like a light. And to this day, I still smoke sativas before I go to I sleep. I know a, a <laughs> lot of people who have that uh, like flipped endocannabinoid system and sativas help them sleep and indicas actually like keep them awake but that's mm-hmm. such an yeah, interesting yeah. story like one your doctor was not great but that's great that it led <laughs> you to find cannabis because it's so true like cannabis can affect your sleep and you staying asleep so much and once you try it you're like oh my gosh like I have a hard time sleeping I have such a di- I already had a difficult time sleeping but I have such a hard time sleeping when I'm on tolerance breaks because my brain mm-hmm. will not shut off and I'll just stay up and I'll be like all right I'm gonna just lay here and my brain will just be awake I guess that's exactly how I feel too like if I don't smoke before sleep that's exactly how I feel um and I did I did do a tolerance break for I lasted three days um, and I definitely, I remember it still just like that exact feeling of not being able to sleep, like feeling, and then, and, and then it also brings some anxiety around it. Like mm-hmm. I started to realize that I also had anxiety around sleep because I knew I couldn't sleep. I definitely have sleep I anxiety. I knew that it was, it was, yeah. So like going and like, you know, going to bed was not like, you know, a relaxing process for me. It was just more like, okay, I'm going to get in bed and I'm in my head about not being able to sleep. And that causes me to not also be able to sleep and relax. So, you know, it's just like this cycle. And it's yeah. like cannabis, like when Candace came into the picture, she just was like, okay, girl, just, just turn you your sleep. brain off. Like, it, yeah, it's like right. it the brain to just be like, okay, now we're going to turn off now. We're going to, mm-hmm. you know, settle down. I always say my first time consuming cannabis, it felt like someone tur- turned the stage lights down. It was just such a like, mm, yeah, it's time to relax and just sit down kind of feeling. And it still feels like that till this day. I probably been, I don't even know how long I was smoking, but till this day, it still feels like someone is going ahead. Like when you're in a movie, the lights go down. That's what it feels like. And it just makes mm-hmm. sleep so much better. So, of course, you're, you've talked about your insomnia. I was going to get into this question anyway. And I feel like women of color with us for sleep is something we struggle with. Like you said, you had some sleep anxiety. I've definitely struggled with sleep anxiety. Like, during my tolerance break, I was scared to fall asleep. I struggle with, like, nightmares. Um, mm, so mm-hmm. when I'm not smoking, I have really bad, awful, fucked-up nightmares. And I'm just like, I don't want to sleep. Never mind. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's a struggle for a lot of women, of course, but, like, women of color especially, because we kind of carry an unknown anxiety with us for various reasons, whether it has something to do with us or somebody else. Why do you think this is... And how can we use this plant-based medicine, THC or CBD, to combat this, whether whether it's someone who smokes or not? Because I think a lot of women think you only have to smoke to, to uh, you know, consume weed. And you're the expert, so I feel like this is a great question for you. Yeah, I think, you know, 
I think that there's a lot of messages that we get from our society that tell us that the answers to our is- our problems are outside of us. Um, and I and I recently published a, po- a podcast episode on this um, because it, it was just sitting in my head and I kept thinking about it and thinking about it. And it's like, there are so many times in my life that I thought that the answer to what I wanted to do with my life was outside of me. It was in a book. Mm-hmm. It was from another person. It was in, you know, if I only did X, Y, Z, then I'll figure out what Stacy wants to do with her life. Um, because that's something that, you know, that's foundational and kind of like my self-care story is that for the longest time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my mm-hmm. life. And I felt like I was trying to escape from places like escape from jobs that I didn't like rather than looking internally to see what I actually did like and going after what I did mm-hmm. like. It's like, you know, when you're in a place that you don't, we are in a, like specifically for me when I was in a job I didn't like, I just kind of started to feel like, you know, I had to apply to anything and something would come along because the universe would just bring something magical along that I would just fall in love with. Um, and really what I had to realize is that we have so much knowledge and wisdom within us And we have, you know, and and we know what we want and what sits right with us for our life. We just have to find it. Mm. We all have this light inside of us. And that's probably the yoga teacher (laughs) definitely coming out um, because I I definitely used to teach yoga as well. And it's like there is like I feel like we we have this light within us that, you know, our duty is to shine Mm. it and to, you know, inspire others to shine their light. Like I use my light to I shine my light so that other people can shine theirs right like I'm not I'm not in this to just you know to to do this myself I want everybody to thrive I want everybody to fix their sleep problems fix their anxiety fix their depression whatever I want everybody to really just like you know work together to inspire other people to do the same and so I, I think that the reason that you know particularly us you know black women the reason that we think that, you know, we are so stressed and we are so have so many things going on because we have so many responsibilities. Our world tells us we have to take care of everybody else. You know, it's our world tells us that we come last. Um, and I think that in that we it is our, our duty to ourselves to really just say no. I am not going to subscribe to that thinking. I am not going to subscribe to the thinking that I need to run myself into the ground in order to be successful. I'm not going to, you know, run myself into the ground, taking care of everybody else, leaving myself with nothing. I want to flip the script and just say like, you know, when I give into myself, when I feed into myself, that's when I give my people my best. Mm -hmm. Like I give my audience my best when I have, when I'm feed into myself and I'm good, when I am centered, when I'm aligned, when I know my message, when I want to, um, you know, to spread something and help other people, the best way for me to do that is to make sure that I'm mm-hmm. good and in a place that I can give you my best. So that's what I think, you know, for, for us, for women in particular, it's like, we have to actively say, no, yeah, I am boundaries. not going to allow, yeah, set the boundaries. Like, I'm not going to allow the world to just tell me who I am and to define me. I'm not going to la- allow the world to tell me that the answers to what I want to do with my life and the best thing for me is outside of me. So like, I'm not going to allow doctors to tell me that the best thing for my sleep is, is pills when I know it's cannabis, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I, 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 so I'm going to say, no, I am going, I'm deciding to, you know, to use my, my, my position and my power and my voice to, to share with other people that you can use something outside of what is, what our world is prescribed Mm -hmm. to us. 
Like, you know, we have other options. And if you kind of just sit with yourself and, you know, bringing it, I guess, bringing it back to that, you know, whole self-care and cannabis conversation, it's like when you center yourself and you sit with yourself and you, you, you talk to yourself and you analyze things that you've done and you unpack your traumas in a way that is not judging yourself, yeah. in a way that is not, you know, beating yourself up, in a way that presents grace to yourself. Um, just, the, just as much as we extend grace to others, we need to extend that grace to ourselves. And so, you know, like I said before, it is really hard for me to, to, to do things to myself that are, that, that, that are not in my best interest when I'm high. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm, when I'm meditating, for example, I'm meditating, I smoke, I smoke my weed, I meditate and I'm, you know, I, I'm practicing mindfulness. I'm making sure that I'm aligned and making sure that the decisions that I'm making in the moment or in that, in that, in that time are aligned with who I am and what I want to do with my life. So I really look at self-care as a radical mm-hmm. act, as a pushback against society. It and it, and I look at it as a way to, to get, to, to give our best to people, to be our best and not feel like we have to give people our everything. And then we end up with nothing yes. like give people your best and still be full and still be abundant. You yourself. cannot pour from an empty cup as my grandmother. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That is that's so funny that you say that because that quote is something that was also foundational in my life. I heard and the person I heard it from was from a this black yoga teacher in a in a class I was taking. And he was just, you know, he said you can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm like, I had heard that before, but for some reason it in that clicked. class and in that moment, it stuck, right? Yeah. It clicked, it stuck. And I was just like, you know what? That makes so much sense. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't, your car, your car cannot run on empty, you know, without any gas. Like you have to pour into yourself so that you can give people your abundance mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than giving people your last and feeling like you're, you're empty and stuck with nothing. So I feel like a lot of women listening like myself probably like, oh my gosh, yes, it's preach Stacy, right? But they don't really, <laughs> they don't even know like where to start. Like they might've not even, they might not know what self-care looks like for them. So what, tips, tools, or like practices or resources would you recommend to women that want to add cannabis to their daily self-care, but have no idea how to do it? Maybe they have kids and they have to be discreet, but like, if they don't try something, they're going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's very real. Um, I think that one of the things that one of the things you can do to really like set yourself up is to have a self-care mm-hmm. routine. Um, and I say routine because it has to be something that you practice regularly and it's something that you designate time for that you make space for. So like one of the things I, I tell my audience, you know, it's just like one, you have to own your time, right? Like you have to decide like this 10 minute, there's a difference, I guess, you know, I'll use an example. There's a difference between saying I have 10 minutes today. I happen to have this 10 minutes, so I'm going to mm-hmm. go meditate versus saying I am taking this 10 minutes to intentionally pour into mm-hmm. myself because I know I need it and I deserve it. So it's 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 being intentional with your time. It's it's owning your owning your space and then it's making space for yourself. Um you know that's another thing. It's like if we are you know self-care I find people tend to overload their their schedules. Like they add it into their already busy day. But instead of doing that, why don't you stop and take a take a look at how you're spending your time? What can you delegate? What can you eliminate? What can you automate? What can you take off of your plate so that your plate, mm-hmm. is, so you don't feel as, like your plate is. I've as heard this before. So that you and have it didn't space. click with me until like recently as well. <laughs> like there's so yeah. many things yeah, you, you have automate. to make space. Like even if it's something as mm-hmm. simple as buying, gro- like getting groceries on your app, 
um you know having yeah. someone else pick up the dog like those are things that you can take off of your plate and that's a form of self-care yeah yeah take it you know boundaries are and like and I just I just published a podcast on boundaries but it's like boundaries are, are something that are that that protect our sanity oh gosh, boundaries you know we look at it as something that's bad <laughs> yeah we look at it as something we've looked at it you know as something bad and that's where that you know whole like you know our world kind of tells us that it is bad that having boundaries is, is not good that we should just yeah. give everybody I our everything as black women and, too we're kind of yeah. given the responsibility of like we have to do everything be everything and we don't mm-hmm. be really, super woman really learn mm-hmm. how to set boundaries till i was like 25 yeah yeah and it's it's definitely a learning process and i would say you know self-care in itself is a journey right like it's not something where you just check it off of a box and you're done it's something that you know and th- and that also may be something that helpful for you know getting started it's like instead of looking at self-care as something that you just have to add to your plate like look at it as something that you need yeah. that you deserve yeah, that you, you look at it as like filling up your yeah. gas tank yeah yeah so you know really like i think that's the thing that i want people to understand is that you know it is it's something that you need. It's something that will, you know, help you to get aligned with who you are and what you are. And then I would say create a routine, you know, off of that. Like my morning routine and I have, I have a morning routine and an evening routine are literally like foundational mm-hmm. for me. Like I start my day giving into myself. Like, you know, in addition to being CEO of Mary Zeal and hosting my high on self-care podcast, I'm also a side hustler. Like I work at um, uh, an online, a large online shoe, to- shoe mm-hmm. retailer and I do marketing there. So I work, so I'm a side hustler. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm working my business, I'm working my job, I'm, you know, family, all kinds of stuff. And so I make sure that I pour into myself first with my morning routine. So I get, you know, my morning routine, I get up, I, you know, I get dressed, I have my breakfast, I hydrate, I have my vitamins, and then I wake and bake. I mean, then I, you know, I smoke my weed, and then I go into my yoga meditation, and then, then I get mm-hmm. started because now I'm ready. Like now, now I've, I've poured into myself and I'm saying, okay, I'm yeah. ready to kill it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how like, I want people to like, you know, women to realize like we can do everything, especially like particularly black women, like we can do anything. We can do everything, but we don't have to do everything. Like we can be superwoman, but we don't have to be like, we, we can choose to say like, you know what, I'm going to take a nap or I'm going to order Instacart so that I can get so that I can rest. I'm going to, you know, like I recently just started to um, I, I have HelloFresh delivery, meal deliveries where like for me, one of the things I had to just like kind of delegate and automate was um, mm-hmm. dinner. I hated having to figure out what we were going to make for dinner. <laughs> like I just did not like to, like if it was up to me, we'd have spaghetti like, every listen, night. I can't I just do did it. not like to come up with, right. I, did, I don't like to come up with different meals. So, you know, when I found out about the meal delivery service, it's like they send you, you know, you pick out your meals on the app. They send you a um, all the ingredients individualized in little individual bags per meal. They send you the meat or whatever that go that you pick, and it comes every you know mm-hmm. once a week. And I, I you know you I cook the I will cook the meal after after work or whatever. But my thing is like I don't mind cooking. I just didn't yeah, like having to pick out the meal it. and figure out the food and go to the grocery <laughs> store and plan it right. Yeah, like I, I don't have time for that. So like, much. and I don't, I didn't want it, and it's just not something I like. And to you're do. like, this is something that <laughs> you know? I can assign somebody else, so I can take the time to yeah. do what I need to do. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, we are, are you know, we are, again, like, you know, our society, and you know, kind of tells us that we have to do everything ourselves, and it's like, no, like, 
you know, if you're a mom and who gives who gives a fuck who makes your kids? It doesn't lunch? matter. Are they, are they fed? Lunch? Like who cares? <laughs> <laughs> right? Are they fed? Are they, do they have dinner? Like you know, are they happy? Like who cares? <laughs> as long as they're happy and you can do your thing as being there for them as a mom, you know, and so freeing up your plate. Why not? Like free up, get some things off your plate. Like automate some bills, or exactly. you know, automate. There's so many things that you can just like, you know, just say, just yeah. FYI, I want to put that on a t-shirt. Just not to like a shady, like just because <laughs> right. I want to just like hug all of us. I mean, it's COVID, so we can't really hug, yeah. but all of us have felt this, just like virtual so hugs, yeah. overwhelmed, especially <laughs> during this panoramic, like just feeling like. <laughs> what am I going to do? What's going on? And I think that once for me, uh, Corona started, that's when I started automating things more and being kinder to myself because it was a really like mental challenge, understanding what was happening. And like, I lost my job. It's been a year since I lost my job. Um, update, I got a new job. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody who's been supporting me and like uh, awesome. giving me good energy. But during that time, you're like, oh my God, I have to do all the things and I have to somehow like, uh, for people who are moms, like, had to also be the teacher and had to homeschool all of a sudden. And their husband was also working from home mm-hmm. and someone else came home and you were just, you probably felt like your head was going to pop off. And that's why it's so, so important, like you said, to take be like, I need 10 minutes. My 10 minutes is my 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I need this time. And setting those boundaries. Um, I also was going to ask, you kind of mentioned it too, how do you incorporate cannabis into your routines and self-care? And like, how could we, like, I know for me, I mentioned to you earlier, I take sativa dabs in the morning. I have to, I can't get my brain to like get out of sleep mode unless I have, like, I have to do, I listen to like a podcast, like a 10 minute podcast and take a sativa and a CBD dab and usually have a coffee. I need a coffee. Do not talk to me until I have a coffee. And I totally feel mm, the difference yeah. when I don't do <laughs> these things in the morning. I'm the worst if I don't get the time to do my routine in the morning because it does affect how you feel and how you're able to like take on the rest of the day. Um, yeah. Yeah, but what other like self-care and cannabis practices do you do? Also in the evening, too. I love doing indica at night because, like I said, my brain gets to shut off. Edibles at night? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, like, in the morning, you know, I kind of ran down my morning routine, but I'll write it, write it down again because I, I went through it kind of fast. So, like, in the morning, um, I have – I have, and I have a system. So, if you're looking to create, like, a morning routine, I do have a checklist on my maryzill.com that will help you to do this um and you can create you can use these steps to create a routine at any point Mm -hmm. of your day um but in particularly in the morning like what you want to do is like what i what i tend to do is uh, i make sure i hydrate before i consume anything before i smoke before i smoke weed or anything um just because i that's just big for me just wanted to make sure I, i hydrate and stuff like that so i always like get up have breakfast um you know have some water then I'll go and do my wake, uh, do my bake, I guess, because I'm already awake. Um, then I'll do my bake um, with a sativa. And um, usually what I look for is I'm looking for something with like limonene in it for like energy and, you know, uh, creative. I look for pinene because that helps me focus. Um, so I, you know, when I'm buying specific strains, I'm making sure that it has specific things in it that I know for my body help me to stay alert and um, focused and, you know, to kind of calm the mind chatter. So I do that and then I do yoga and then I meditate. Um, I do my yoga for maybe like, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour, depending on, you know, what I want, what I feel like. Um, and then I will meditate for at least 10 minutes. 
And, you know, I would say like for me, like, you know, don't necessarily what you're, what you're looking at, not, not necessarily is the activities that I do. Um, what you're looking at is that I have blocked off this hour and a half for myself. Like in my routine, I make sure that I do not, I purposely is, is very long. It's an hour and a half. It, I do not rush my morning routine. And the reason is because I've had insomnia, I'm so used to rushing out of the door in the morning because I would stay in bed for so long because I was too exhausted to get out of bed and just, just felt tired and exhausted. So I, I remember just always rushing in the morning. So now I intentionally bake in an hour and a half before mm-hmm. I do anything to really just like pour into myself. And the reason that I pick yoga and meditation is just because is I have like three things that you want to look out for if you're looking for self-care activities is one, you want to, it wants to be something that you enjoy. And I genuinely enjoy um, doing yoga. Um, and, you know, and, and it sounds so simple, but, you know, so often we don't really stop to think about like what we actually mm-hmm. like to do. We just kind of like Google or go on Pinterest and say like self-care <laughs> ideas and just trying a bunch of shit. So it's like, you know, like, no, like one, you want to actually make sure that you enjoy it. Two, you want to make sure that it leans into your strengths. So like I recently took a strengths test um, and I have a, a, a strengths podcast coming out soon that I um, that's coming out, I think, next week. Um, and so with the coach, like, you know, with with your strengths, like, you know, your strengths kind of tell you where you bring those the mm-hmm. most energy. So like my and I took the I recently took a Gallup strengths test, uh, Gallup strengths, Clifton Clifton strengths test. And you can kind of Google any strengths test you want to take. Um, but that one's the one I took. It's really good. And it told me that, you know, of my top five strengths, like three of them are harmony, positiveness, and connectedness. And all of those things lend itself to yoga. Um, and so that's kind of, kind of how it brings back to the self-care conversation is that, you know, like the reason that yoga sticks with me and meditation sticks with me is because I enjoy it because it, 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 it aligns with my strengths and knowing that your strengths are what you bring energy to. So if you're someone who say is like an achiever or like, you know, you really like to see results. Like maybe you want to hit the weights. Maybe you want to hit the gym. Maybe, you know, taking a hit class or something like that would be, you know, would give you that thrill that you're looking for that, that you bring energy to. Um, and then the last thing is that you want to make sure it challenges you a little bit. So yoga definitely challenges me also because it's always something new. It's always something learned. And it's kind of the exploration of the self, the alignment of mind, body, soul. So that's, that's really kind of what I love and what mm-hmm. I like to explore. And that challenges me. So those things, those are the things that it sticks to. So when you're looking for things to incorporate into your self-care, it's not necessarily the activity itself. Like it's not to say like reading is better than yoga. It's the intention behind it. It is you personally deciding that this activity is what you are using to pour into yourself to in order to create an abundance of energy or an abundance of, you know, just an abundance, just an abundance of, of, Mm -hmm. of everything that you're looking for. So that's how I kind of add cannabis to the conversation, because it's like and and I guess how I add cannabis to the conversation is that knowing that cannabis takes me deeper, it elevates me, it really just kind of like it allows me to like, when I'm in my meditation, like my high meditations are my favorite. I love like, high meditation. I really just feel like I am fucking right. Like you just feel really, like you're floating, right? You really <laughs> do. You're like, I am ascending. <laughs> I am not even here right now. Like it just gets you out of yeah. your head and out of your body. And for those 10 minutes, you're like, okay, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. And then the after effect too, right? Like you feel great. Like you were saying before, like when you don't get your routine and you don't get your self care. Oh my gosh, I'm the worst the person to be around. And that's what I want people to identify. Like, Do not talk to me. Please. Yeah. I'm going to bite your head off. <laughs> right? Like, 
Exactly. Like you want to identify those feelings because it's like that feeling that you have after that head amount, after that high meditation or after that high yoga class, or after you read that juicy book or you write in your journal. I also journal, like that's a part of my evening routine. And, you know, so it's like all of that feeling that you get after doing those things is what lights Mm -hmm. you up. That's what, that's where the energy is. And that's where the magic is. You're kind of like, okay, I can do anything. Like after a high meditation. And you carry that throughout the day. That's my feeling. I'm like, I can Mm -hmm. do anything. I can be anything. (laughs) I can have anything. (laughs) I did did it the other day. Like I had a super busy week. I get, I said, I just got a new job and I like took 10 minutes, like sit outside of my backyard and I was listening to Erica Badu and I smoked and I meditated and afterwards, I just felt mm. like, you know, when you feel like vibrating, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Is we smokers know what you mean. Because I know exactly that what you mean. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you just like feel like, oh, you're an energetic human. Like I felt energy bouncing off of me. And I think it takes for yeah. me, at least, especially as someone who's is very open about like dealing with anxiety and depression, that um, cannabis helps me get out of that like those dark thoughts and that dark space and realizing that like, Oh, I'm an energetic human being. I can do anything (laughs) for some reason. Mm -hmm. Cannabis like defeats (laughs) those, uh, you know, those neurons that create those like not real thoughts and gives you the thoughts that like, Oh, I am a human on this earth. High thought. Have you watched soul? I have watched soul. Did you love it? I I loved it. Like the way they explained it. I also watched it on edible. So I like really listened to it. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah so that was that that's was really how I trippy feel about, like, I, would, I would probably I would, I would love to try it on my watch it yeah, on my friends or something because that should be really trippy like a little like blue soul guy <laughs> yeah if that makes sense for those that have <laughs> I love soul. that um so I I definitely love this conversation <laughs> I feel like everyone is really going to take away some great tools from it um I have a couple more questions for you and then we're gonna wrap it up and it's going to be your time to like spotlight everything you're doing so for those, well, not that question, because I, I kind of already asked you this. I'm going to give you like a scenario because I think this happens a lot, right? And I'm, I feel like the work you do, like you said, um, you know, is tailored to women of color, especially, and that's a large part of our audience. And I used to be a bud tender. I've worked like in the like sales of cannabis one-on-one. So I've definitely had that experience as well. And I've gotten questions like these, but I don't want to answer them. I don't want, I guess, to answer them. Um, so your scenario is like there's a woman that consumes cannabis um, who's not a daily user, but she does want to use it mindfully and she doesn't mind smoking, but she prefers not to smoke because she can't in her home. Let's say she has like some lower back pain, she has some like pain in her, her pelvis when she's on her period and has anxiety and like also has insomnia. What routine would you recommend her and what products or strains would you recommend her? Ooh, yeah, that's a good scenario. That's a good question. Um, So one, I would definitely try to figure out. Well, okay, so they they don't want to smoke. I I completely feel that because I have. Yeah, like smoker, like I'm a heavy smoker and I have somebody in my building that annoys the (laughs) shit out of me because they explain, but you know, so I get it not being able to do that. So one of the things I would say is that one of the things that I love is my CBD tincture. Um, and that is something that is a part of my morning routine. And, it, and, and I put that in when I take my vitamins. Um, so, you know, my CBD tincture and I use um, Brown Girl Black Dream, which is, uh, I like that brand. Black yes, and it's Black Owned. It's Black Owned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. Um, so I would, suge- I would definitely suggest that because one, the tincture, like, 
it's not a full on edible, so it's not mm-hmm. gonna take forever to kick in, and you don't, it's not you know, extra calories, people are kind of weird about like, edibles. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So it just really quick, it absorbs. Um, and I think that you know, looking for something that definitely has a balance of CBD and probably some THC in it, if they have mm-hmm. access to a dispensary, because that's another thing. Like you know, we have so many people who don't even have access to yeah. dispensaries and stuff like that. Um, but I would definitely recommend tinctures. Like I would, because those are that's one of the things that I didn't really think you that could I would like, but I actually do. It's a little more challenging, but it's it's not that difficult. It's just it's like alcohol and plants. Oh, so cool. if someone does, you know, not yeah. want to state, but like really wants to try a tincture, that's an option. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And I and another thing that I've gotten into um, are like pain relieving lotions. Um, or like CBD lube, like I, I use this brand called um, Quim, and it's really good for mm-hmm. vaginal health for anyone who has like you know struggles with like yeast infections, yes. or bacterial oh, you're definitely gonna love type the stuff. Um, and then she sells CBD lube. <laughs> Ooh, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I love CBD lube. I love that. I love that. Um, so I'm gonna definitely check that out. And like, yeah, so I would I would recommend those things because it's like you know there are so many ways to mm-hmm. consume cannabis, and I think you know, a lot of people just kind of see smoking as, you know, the only way, but really like, and, and that's how I started too, right? That's how most yeah. people probably I mean, that start, was start really with like the smoking only something way or trying an edible or like the legal market. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that we have so many different options um, and, you know, now CBD is legal that mm-hmm. you can buy online yeah. and stuff like that. I think, you know, people are getting really yeah. creative. So I definitely challenge people to kind of look outside of just the smoking. And even if you are a smoker, like incorporate different other ways into your yeah. um, cannabis. So like for, like, I remember I have a beverage that I would drink um, when I really can't, like if I really, really need to get some heavy deep sleep, um, I'll drink a little bit of a THC beverage and that like knocks me yeah. out, you know, and that like, you know, puts you in that really heavy sleep. So you can try that, you know, so there's so many different ways that you can try it. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the things and kind of bringing it back to, you know, the theme mm-hmm. of the conversation is just like, what yes. do you like? And you got to like, try what stuff. do you I like to do? When you started your journey, you were just like, yeah. I'm going to try everything because that's how you find out what your body yeah. is. Yeah. And, you know, it, and it's different for everybody. That's why it's so I think it's so magical of a plant. Like, you know, I, as someone who has insomnia, can smoke the same plant as someone who has Crohn's that helps them with their pain or someone that has you know, it needs an appetite, you know, stimulant or something. So it's like, we could smoke, it comes from mm-hmm. the same plant, um, you know? And so that's what I love that it's so versatile. And, 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 and because it is so versatile, that's why it's so important to try different things, different strains. Like, you know, if I had just, you know, took that, smoked that indica when I was trying to help my sleep problems and realized like, oh, I didn't really sleep that great, but my body felt good. Weed's just not for me. I would have missed out not on tried being, you know, stuff. having... <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like having that kind of trying mindset and just being open to new things is I think it's definitely key to um, really like being an intentional cannabis user and learning mm-hmm. about the plant. Like, you know, the more you learn about the actual like the science of the plant and I had to have like a beginner to bud boss guide that's like a beginner's um, cannabis guide on my site that really kind of breaks down different ways to consume different, um, you know, how th- what. CBD versus THC, all the science behind it and how it works with your body. Because I think that's also important in this movement that we have and into bringing more people into cannabis is for people to really kind of like understand yeah. what's in it. Because that made a difference for me because I'm so extra that I just went in and started researching because that's yeah, just, but that's, yeah, that's another like another one of my strengths is learning. Like, you yeah. want to know what you're putting in your body. 
And like you said, there are some of us who aren't in legal markets, but still might need access to cannabis. And it's hard to still know like what you're getting in those cases, but definitely like you said, research, like just see, okay, what kind of strains look like what, what kind of things do I like? Like I know certain terpenes I, I can't have, they don't react to me well, just cause I did that research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's even like apps and stuff that you can use to track that stuff yeah. now. And like, we are in a time where we have so much access to information um, and we can use our voices to spread our story. Like that's, that's one of the things that kind of kind of got me into this industry was that realizing that me telling my story about how cannabis helped me with insomnia helps other people to turn to it for anxiety, like mm-hmm. you know, for other things like anxiety and depression, like, you know, particularly like my brother-in-law, he, you know, I got him into smoking cannabis for his anxiety. And now that he, you know, he's a regular <laughs> smoker now. And, and I'm just like, I'm so proud. Probably, but I'm like, just like, you know, it's great. And everyone has a good time. Yeah, we do. And we smoke together and stuff like that. And it's like, and, you know, it started with just me sharing my story. Yeah. So I definitely encourage like, people oh, to just I share your story. probably can't sleep. Maybe I should try this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope that resonates with other people yeah. too. Like you said, like so many women of color have issues with anxiety and insomnia. So the work you're doing is so necessary because if they don't have, like, I always tell people, if I don't know the answer to something or if I'm not available, I'm going to always point you in the direction of someone that does. And you are already being a great resource already. So thank you so much. So my last two questions for you. Are you ready? What cannabis yeah. stigmas do you want to end through your, like, work and your platform? And then what do you hope to, like, especially teach women of color about cannabis? Oh, yeah, those are great questions. Um, So I'll start with the stigmas. So I want to end the stigma, the whole lazy stoner. It's not true, guys. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like, I literally consider myself a high-functioning stoner. Like, I do most things high, (laughs) and I am very productive. I am, you know, I I work hard. I work, you know, I work in tech, so it's a stress job, and and being in the cannabis space is also, yeah. you know, its There's own level of in stress. This industry too, so it's guys. like you know, like, don't think us we're just smoking weed, having yeah. fun all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There is stress, and just, and and being running a business, any you know, just being a business owner in general is is stressful. So you know, there are so many different. So you can really like use cannabis to. Um, to be more, to, to not necessarily be more productive because I don't want people to think that we need to run mm-hmm. ourselves into the ground because that's really kind of against everything I, I kind of stand for. But more so like, you know, you can be productive and not feel like you're running yourself into the ground. You can be productive and not feel like you're stuck or blocked. Like there are times, like I work in the marketing field. So there are times when I'm trying to come up with, you know, creative campaign ideas and stuff like that. And I'm like stuck. And I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm in my head about something or I'm stuck. I can't really get to the idea. So I'm like, let me just go smoke yeah. first. And then and I will literally, will there's like, been multiple oh times. <laughs> yeah, it just opens up. And it's like, oh, that's, there's that idea that was buried in there. And that whole kind of going back to like, you know, the, the, you know, the lights mm-hmm. and the, and the answers and stuff that are within you, like all that stuff is in there, you know? It, it's just you got to get it to come out like you got to uncover it you got to do the self-care you got to smoke you know to consume the cannabis to bring that stuff out um and that's really kind of I guess that's the stigma I want to break down is that you're you're not you don't have to be lazy like I am if you're lazy you're lazy and I like you know that's whether you smoke weed or not like if you're just lazy you're lazy and that's fine you want to be lazy that's fine. <laughs> you know I don't, I don't pass no judgments um but, you know, if you really want to use it, if uh-huh. you use it intentionally, I would say that help, that's really what helps you to be, you know, to continue to to be productive and to have a, a life where you can um, still work and still feel aligned and still achieve success. 
um, and, and not feel like you are being lazy. Um, <clears throat> and then I guess to answer your second question, like what I really want to teach women and what I want women to take away from um, my my teachings and, and everything that I say and my message is just that, you know, you are in control of your life. Like you are on this journey of life until you are no longer on this journey of life, right? So every day you're going to have to fill into yourself. It's not something that you just do once every six months. It's not yes. just like, oh, I'm going to take routine. a spa day once every couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, it's what are you doing every day? And it doesn't have to be big and major and look like, you know, a spa day in Fiji. Like, it doesn't have to be that. It could be taking five minutes to intentionally sit down and, and breathe. It can be taking 10 minutes to just pray or to mm-hmm. express gratitude or to say affirmations or to write in your journal or to read a book or, you know, that you just enjoy. Like, it doesn't have to be this big production in order for you to get the benefits. It has, but what it has to be is it has to be intentional and it has to be consistent because when, you know, that's where, that's where you see the magic. It's not in just, you know, you do, you will see like if you meditate and you will immediately feel the benefits of it, you know, right after. And I believe that there's a lot of science around that, but really like it's the compounding effort that gives you the best result and that gives you the biggest. Exactly. What she said, you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much, Stacey. (laughs) Like I said, I super appreciate you coming on the show and just dropping all these gems on us I feel like a bunch of people out this episode are gonna be like you know what I'm gonna go set a timer and, and go find the yes. channel and go just like because it's just so hard especially now to like just take that time to sit and cannabis helps you be intentional and it helps you kind of like sit down and focus and it's not a bad thing we're not lazy stoners like you said we're very productive right. yeah and it is hard and it is hard I get it but so many things are hard that are worth doing like just because it's hard like meditation is not something that I would consider easy you know it's like you know actually like showing up for yourself is hard right yeah but yeah you know like showing up for yourself may be hard and showing up consistently may be hard but it's so So worth it so just do it anyway oh my god so worth it so worth it like I said I didn't really like learn how to set boundaries till my mid-20s and now I'm like man setting boundaries has changed my life and (laughs) I love saying Mm -hmm. no and telling people not today and it just makes you feel better when you know you have that power and that you have the ability to like put yourself first you cannot pour from an empty cup that's the quote of the day we should call that the Mm -hmm. episode (laughs) yes all right so now is your time now is your spotlight I want you to like go ahead and plug just everything you want to plug, um, all the work that you're doing, anything you have coming up, anything that you wanted to share with us um, and your pages, of course. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I, I really enjoyed our conversation. So thanks for having me on uh, my site. You can definitely find more information about what I'm talking about on my site. It's maryzeal.com, M-A-R-Y-Z-E-A-L.com. Uh, my podcast is high on self-care. You can find that anywhere you can get your podcast. Please subscribe because I have some awesome episodes already on there. You have a lot of episodes on there already. Sex, I was like, dang. Uh, yeah. I just published my 10th episode. So I was like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and some fun things coming up for sure. Like I mentioned, the Strengths Coach is coming up. I have a, a podcast on boundaries and all kinds of stuff that is, that's amazing that's in the works. I also have um, an online course that is coming out soon that's going to teach you how to get okay. high on self-care and how to use, how to create routines, how to make space for yourself 
and how to own, you know, your life and to be intentional. So that is coming very, very soon. I will be announcing that probably in, in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, that's coming up. So definitely, you know, subscribe to maryzeal.com. Um, check out my email list. I also have oh, one other thing um, for people who are looking for self-care ideas for stoners mm-hmm. in particular. I do have a free quiz on my site. If you go to maryzeal.com slash quiz, you can take my self-care quiz and it, it'll give you some self-care ideas for your personality, specifically for like 420 friendly Ooh, people I'm take who that want quiz to add right cannabis now. to it. <laughs> yeah i love a quiz right i love quizzes so like I, please go take that quiz and it'll give you some fun stuff and i would love to oh, hear man, what you think i'm about excited it. i'm literally gonna take it right now i'm like i'm gonna go take this what kind of self-care <laughs> do i need specifically for me stacy will help me know yes <laughs> yes thank you so much for being on again i super appreciate it it was a great conversation um this information is just so valuable for women of color and take care of ourselves you guys please take care of yourselves if you need to smoke a little weed to do it that's fine that is a-okay yes we know like i mm-hmm. feel like now that i've like i was i was super tired this morning super long week and now that i've smoked and kind of taken this hour to just like sit outside and talk to somebody and just smoke weed with them like okay i, I can do the rest of the day yeah. and self-care doesn't have to be like you said like yoga or or doing like meditating for 10 hours if self-care is like twerking in your mirror for 15 minutes that's also yeah a form of self-care if it makes you feel good do that shit please <laughs> yes i agree please do that shit like whatever it is do it do it it's if for you, like you it's run, your journey i mean i'd be tired but if you like to run and it's a form of self-care if you like to uh you know if you're a kickboxer i don't know whatever you like to do if you like to punch things first thing in the morning do that as long as you don't punch people just like whatever makes you feel good (laughs) and if you need to include cannabis that's totally fine like all of us don't have the answers all of us none of us can do it all we're all just people and you need help sometimes and you need to just like take the time to be kind to yourself I really love that you said that because it's so 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 important and something I've been practicing a lot this year and last year is being kind to yourself especially in a pandolce be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself you guys <laughs> I love black people. Can I tell you? We will make a joke out of anything, oh, and I laugh man. every time. All right. Well, that's my cue. I think that means I, I have enough that. weed and mimosas. Thank you so much again, Stacy, for being on. You were such a treat. I hope to have you on again, and hope we stay in touch. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any other announcements. Do you have anything else you want to share with us? Uh, no, I think that's it. Like, you know, just check out my site. And I, there's, I also have a morning routine checklist there if you want to learn how to uh, create your own morning routine. Um, but yeah, definitely stay tuned. I'm going to take this quiz right now. So, so keep a lookout for my submission. And I'll let you know if I have any questions. Yeah, love um, thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. It's already been such a fun season. Um, like I said, if you or someone you know is a black or brown owned CBD or cannabis related brand, Please hit me up. I want all of us to shine. We all can shine in this space. Every single one of us. Um, Stay healthy.